Do you have a kid who thinks five minutes is three hours? Are you always calling them over and over? Every time you go out, are you waiting in the car and finding yourself irritated? Well, you've got a kid with time blindness. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about time blindness. I've got a kid with it. It's frustrating. It's annoying. You're perplexed by it. You don't know what to do. So let's dive in and talk about time blindness. We're talking about time blindness. And if you happen to have a kid who struggles with it, maybe they have ADHD because a lot of kids with time blindness struggle with executive functioning and ADHD. This is something you don't want to miss. We're going to dive into all the parts of what it is, what do you do with it, and how do you keep your cool when you're out in the car waiting for them, waiting, waiting, waiting. So what is time blindness? Really, it's when you literally don't have a perception of time. And some people don't. My beloved mother, Philomena, she knew what she was doing, but she definitely, we had to lie to her and usually tell her like an hour and a half time difference because she was going to come when she wanted to come, which is different than time blindness. She knew exactly what time it was. She just wanted us to be like on Philomena time because she was the boss. She was the empress. But somebody who struggles with time blindness, really like for them, five minutes is five. They think it's three hours, right? They don't have any sense of, of time. I have an internal clock that I literally can be like, well, I think it's around 2.47 and usually I'm within like five minutes. And that's just the way that my brain works. Now, I also go very deep into things and can lose a sense of time. So let's talk about the brain and let's talk about the role of the prefrontal cortex in time perception because it's our frontal lobes, which a lot of our kids, whether they have ADHD, executive functioning, anxiety, depression, they have frontal lobe issues. And this is regardless of whether you're a child or an adult. But let's talk about the developing brain. This is also why it's so important to not put chemicals in your brain and let your brain develop naturally. But what's the role of a prefrontal cortex in understanding time? Number one, executive functioning, right? That prefrontal cortex has the job manager who's right here, you know, all this whole frontal area and they are interacting. So the structures and actually the communication systems, which you know, nobody ever talks about, but I'm here to talk about it. It's those brain hubs and they are responsible for working and directing the rest of the brain. So it's a big part. Temporal processing. So the the actual sense of time is occurring in that prefrontal cortex, which is why so many kids with ADHD and executive functioning challenges struggle with that. Our working memory is there. So if we're using up a lot of our working memory, we are not having an awareness of time, right? And and just to understand, we have short-term memory, we have working memory, we have long-term memory, and then we have all kinds of memory you know, delayed? And then the type of memory, is it visual? Is it auditory? And working memory is we use it a lot. So it's we're holding on to a bit of information as we're doing something. So if we're not efficient there, we can lose time. The prefrontal cortex is also responsible for decision making. The tippy tippy front is I always tell my peeps, 
because most of my kids struggle with this, is about decision making and making choices, switching gears to make make those choices. This whole prefrontal region, you can see how important it is and understanding a sense of time, right? And if you're getting lost in tasks or you really actually lack a temporal awareness. It is a very real concern. And we're going to get into, you know, what are the symptoms, right? So what are the symptoms and indicators of time blindness? Of course, you can't estimate how long a task will take, right? We're going to talk about this because this is important. And this is a key factor in building this skill is helping your kid develop and estimate, right? Overlooking events and deadlines, right? Like, so it's there. I forget about it. Um, not having an, an awareness, you know, like, oh, Christmas is coming in X amount of days, you know, like no sense of time. Lacking punctuality. <laughs> that was my mother, but she knew where everything was. And she had that contextual memory. She could tell you where she was in 1973 in a February. But if you're lacking an awareness of time, you're going to be late a lot, right? Maybe you're relating to this because, you know, a lot of my moms and dads have this. You're a procrastinator. You're misjudging the time you have for a task, a big bone of contention for a lot of the families that I work with that have teens with ADHD and executive functioning. So these are some of the hallmarks, right? And of course, it's really a frustrating thing. So let's talk about time blindness in the context of ADHD, how it differs. There is, you have a, somebody like my mom, Philomena, she's listening from above in your perception of time, right? Like my mom didn't care. Like she was like, they will wait for me. That's how it was, right? For real, we had to lie to her when the time of, she had to be there for the wedding and she showed up right at time. We're very lucky that we lied. But let's talk about the real world implications, right? So we talked about in the previous episode, we talked about inattention. You can be inattentive, but what's the real world implication? So school, workplace, relationships. How is this impacting you in these areas? I can tell you that my dad used to get really mad at my mom. I have a child who has no sense of time. So I use the words like mom time. You have a max time means like he can do things at his own time. And then mom time means hustle your butt. And I save that for when I really need to be there. So I was like, we have to be there at a certain time. Okay, what time is that? But there has to be a real impact. You can be weak in something and it doesn't have to be a clinical issue. You might have a kid who's a little more, less, not as, it's not as important. I can tell you what, I feel very much a need to be on time because of my mother being late for a lot of things. She she was doing a lot of things, Phil. She was cooking from scratch every day. You know, she was busy. So she had to deal with me. So let's talk about coping mechanisms and strategies. Of course, you want to put your have your coping skills. We're going to talk about that. Your own coping skills and your own way to manage your stress. Hey, parents, looking to turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts 
with, of course, amazing gifts. DrRoseanne.com forward slash magnesium. Timers and alarms. I love that my iPhone is a picture. I got cats on mine. But your iPhone has that timer section where you actually can, these are all my timers, and you can put in what it is. Use it. Don't just turn it off though. You know, make sure, teach kids, reminders, talk about it. Maybe they need to physically write it down. Our kids are very kinesthetic with ADHD. Do you need calendars? You need time tracking apps. Some people love these. You got to do what works for you. You got to explore and then be consistent about it and then see what happens. Setting aside time blocks. I get so much stuff done because I am rigid about my time blocks. If somebody tries to book me on a day, like this past week, I had, I don't know how many people fly out to me this week. It was like world record of somebody flying out. I think there was like five people flying out this week. So they wanted me to do like, I don't know how many days. So I was like, guess what? I'm coming in on Saturday and we're going to do all day Saturday. And everybody was like, yay. But you have to have time blocks. It teaches you efficiencies and also then, you know, helping them to understand what it will help you to, you know, do in that time. You want to be really careful. You want to use transitional rich rituals to better anticipate changes. So if you have a younger child, you have a teenager, what's your ritual? What's your, do you come home from school and this is what you do? Then we work until this time. You really want to have some routine and structure. Now, some people are going to need that level of routine and structure. I love routine and structure. I do much better with it. You know, I really need my workout in the morning. Sometimes I'm trying, you know, to be a little more flexible, but you want it. You really, really want to help that person by having that structure. So it frees up their frame in their brain, frees up that working memory so they can get to the task. So let's talk about supporting somebody with time blindness. Those were some strategies. So number one, you got to have understanding and patience. That is not a get out of jail card. That is meaning that you're understanding, you're having conversations, you're having patience. It's okay to let your kids know that you're irritated and frustrated with them, but it shouldn't be your go-to and you're going to shut down communication. You're going to help to establish routines. Now, I always include my kids in their routines. And if they come up with some cockamamie thing like, yeah, I think I should have my two hours of my computer time right when I get home from school, the answer is no. Okay. I always say, do you think I pay people before they do the work? The answer is no. So you want to have them help you because you're much more of a buy-in. You want them to assist in helping with the organizational tools, try it out. We try different apps. We try different things. My kid, John Carlo, does not like writing his assignments down. Well, he's pretty much like 98% got it. So I'm going to let him do it until there's a failure. And I told him, you're going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to just use your Google Classroom. I let his teachers know that they sometimes leave things off their Google Classroom. I'm sure I'm the favorite. Time estimates. Big thing. It's big on purpose. You want your kid, you want to say, okay, we have this math homework. How much time do you think it's going to take? And I actually like when kids keep a time journal and they write down how much time they think. Then you have them do a timer and you have them write down their time. Same thing when they're on their devices. Like how much time do you think you need to play this game? And have them do a timer. They need to develop a sense of it. If you don't have a sense of time, like, again, I could be anywhere. I'm like, I think it's 1247. 
And I'm really pretty accurate. Like you need to understand what time takes and then they can learn to adjust accordingly. This is a skill that can be developed. Okay. So let's talk about the emotional aspect for you and your child. Frustration, stress, anxiety. You want to have your kid build self-awareness and self-compassion. So if you're irritated at them and they're irritated at themselves, man, they're going to dig deeper. They're going to avoid. They're not going to have self-confidence or really forgiveness and compassion. They might really shut down. This is when communication breaks down. We want them through the time estimation. We want them to develop an awareness. It's not going to happen overnight. Most people are average in their awareness of time. You get a few people who are great, like really great, but most people are okay. And then there's really a lot of people who struggle with an awareness of time. Sometimes they have ADHD and executive functioning. Sometimes they don't. So sometimes they're intellectually gifted and they're just not aware of the tasks that they're doing. I mean, you get me writing, like I'll be like, what happened in 13 hours. I don't even ever suffer with writing block. My problem is I want, I crave writing. And that is probably the only task where I can really lose like a day. I'll be like, Oh my God, it's six o'clock at night. That's not a clinical problem. That's a cool thing. Some of the times, but then I forget to do other things, but your kids are struggling with time blindness. You've got to take action. If you're looking for support, you're looking for solutions, go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. We have lots of different solutions from parent kits to our calm brain community to our neurotastic magnesium and more to come as I am really working hard to provide supports for people all over the world. And just know that wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You just need to take one step. And I hope this helps you to have a little more compassion and also give you strategies. Start with estimating time and work hard on it. And if you struggle, this would be great for you too. Parenting is hard and it's even harder when you have a kid who literally has no sense of time. I mean, boy, is it frustrating. Well, I hope today you learned more about the brain of somebody who struggles with time blindness, how they're not really doing this on purpose. And I hope you were inspired to take action because guess what? going to be okay when you take a step towards supporting your brain and body. 